the Dudes on Movies, a podcast where dudes talk about movies. I'm your dude, Scott. I'm your dude, Dave. And today we're reviewing 2007's The King of Kong, A Fistful of Quarters, directed by Seth Gordon. But before that, let's talk about what we've been watching. Dave, what have you been watching? Um, I watched uh, His Girl Friday, uh, directed by Howard Hawks from 1940 with Cary Grant and Rosalind there Russell. There you go. Yep. Classic <laughs> movies or German movies only in, in my house <laughs> for some reason. But uh, like, yeah, it, it's one of these movies that um, is for some, it, well, not for some reason, but because of copyright issues, it ended up in the public domain. So you can watch the whole movie oh, on yeah? Wikipedia. Really? Yep. Great. So everybody can see it anytime you want. Just uh, go to the, the website and there it is. Dude, so, that is awesome. Yep. It's a great movie too. I, I did some long overdue homework here oh i watched monty python and the holy grail oh shit. <laughs> i think this goes back to like episode three or yes something. i think that's when um, yeah. you lent me that your dvd <laughs> and i just now watched it <laughs> six months later nine, i don't know how long but yeah, it was better than i remember it good yeah, i would say i like this movie now so, wonderful yeah um that's all i gotta say i guess it's I, an yeah, important part yeah. of everybody's arsenal really yeah, it's, is, it's, is that one i'd watch it again of course for sure yeah so now let's talk about uh, a game based on King Kong, where uh, Mario tries to kill him. It's called Donkey Kong. Have you heard about this game? I've, I've, I know of this game. Yes. Okay, good. They made a documentary about two guys trying to get or man maintain the world record. Sure. And that's what this is about. So why don't you give everyone a synopsis? Okay, I'll, I'll try. Uh, yeah. <laughs> so after I already did, <laughs> I'll, I'll, I'll extend a little bit. I'll extrapolate. Thank so you. This is a documentary in which you know life. These lifetime gamers um, compete with one another over who is the best at Donkey Kong. And Steve Wiebe is our hero in the movie. And uh, his nemesis in the film is this hot sauce magnet, Billy Mitchell. Uh, it's This movie is also a short glimpse. It, it, it's, it's a glimpse into like gamer culture in general also. Um, and also, like as we'll talk about, the dangers of applying a cult status to any one person. <laughs> yes, yes, you know, yes. Uh, we're going to talk some about Billy Mitchell, everybody, so so get ready. Yeah. Well, I thought it was Kenny Loggins at first. <laughs> yes. But nope, it's Billy Mitchell. Yes. Um, yeah, this is a pretty interesting documentary. And when it came out in 2007, it was like this hot big deal, you know? Yeah. Like everyone's like, oh, this is crazy. Because there's not really a lot of documentaries about video games in this fashion. Or especially right. like this kind of absurdity of being obsessed with the high score, yes. especially in modern gaming culture. Right. Uh, these retro games, these guys have held these scores for decades, mm -hmm. and now people are trying to challenge them. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, it's interesting to see like how people's psyches work I know. when they're threatened this way. Billy is like uh, just a, like, I guess a, a study in that. Um, I mean, you, yeah. you can see him throughout the film, what he's doing throughout all the action of the movie is trying to like as hard as he can to maintain that, that record that he set back in 1982 when he was 17 years old. Right. Um, and any threat to it will undo his whole life. I mean, it's, it's everything to him and not in a good way, not in any kind of good way. There are a few people yeah. in the world more full of shit than Billy Mitchell. Yep. Yeah. He's uh the way he's portrayed at least is that he is, a douchebag. Oh, he's... Yeah. I mean, and he fancies himself like Daniel Plainview. Um, oh, definitely. <laughs> I mean, he, he, just, he just really believes that he is this titan of... of uh, I mean, well, he's 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 already captain of industry with his, with his, you know, successful restaurant chain and everything. But on top of this, man, I mean, like, 
he blow dries his hair to Leonard Cohen, and he's uh, a bad yes, dude. Yes, he does. <laughs> <laughs> that shot is amazing. It's like a crack through the bathroom door, and you see him like with the with the comb and stuff. Yeah, dude, it's great. <laughs> Um, yeah, this dude is all about him and the way he holds himself is like, wow, this guy is full of himself Uh and everyone's kissing his ass all the time and he likes it. So do you hear that? Yeah. Something's happening to my computer. I I said something that that activated the, uh, you know, what I I don't know what I said, but but, yeah. (laughs) Well, if anyone else heard it, then congratulations. Exactly. If not, we're just going to keep going. I'm not going to cut this (laughs) up. So... I lost my train of thought, it's but, uh, right. yeah. dude, like, yeah, he's being enabled by his parents also. Like mm-hmm. they interview his parents and his wife and they seem to just, the only thing they want to do is kiss this dude's ass. It's yeah. It's his parents and his wife. Yeah. And his wife looks like some like wannabe like yeah. model yeah. from like California babe. Yeah. And it's all plastic surgery. It's not exactly. natural. She, she's an attractive woman who wants to stay young forever and has all these, you know, like cosmetic surgeries done. Mm-hmm. And, um, and it's like like the closest to a celebrity she could get of course. was Billy Mitchell. Yeah, exactly. The Donkey Kong World <laughs> Champion. So like she settled with him. Like, yeah, of course. And he walks around like a rock star all the time. So it suits him, I guess. Who? The, 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 I think that other than Billy being, you know, a world-class turd, um, like, I, I think that the worst people in the movie are Billy's entourage. His lackeys? Yes. Yeah, dude. Like, what, what hold does he have over these people? Brian Koo oh, is his name. he is my least that's favorite. That's like his A number one guy. Yes. You know, that's his right hand man. Right. This guy, okay, so Billy, all right, I guess some context, like, Steve Wiebe sends in a tape and it beats this high score. Yeah. But they don't really believe it. And he ends up doing a challenge live to beat the high score. So Steve Wiebe is getting the high score. Yes. And there's a scene when like Billy Mitchell won't even go there because he's afraid, I guess. Right. That's, that's how it's portrayed. He's a piece of shit. He is. He's saying, well, you got to do it in front of people. You got, and then he won't even show up to like face Steve Wiebe. You know, he's a, he's a punk bitch. (laughs) I mean, Billy's tape and the contradictions. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, mean, when, when Steve submitted the tape, Billy and his like, apostles mm-hmm. um all said that like tapes are bullshit you know yeah. so steve goes all the way to new hampshire at the fun spot and legendary gaming legendary arcade. gaming arcade and billy instead of showing up to challenge him has these guys like brian Koo play a tape of him getting a million points and steve Weeby just breaks like this is like yeah. serendipitous here. Right, like right. It, he breaks the high score and he's the new world record for about ten minutes. Yes, and then they show this tape that Billy Mitchell had an old lady deliver. <laughs> the, the she's the old lady's trying to become the Cubert champ. Win Cubert, right? <laughs> but the tape ends up breaking the new high score that Steve just said. What like a perfect unplanned event to happen. Like, uh huh. So ridiculous, and Steve is destroyed by this. But, like, they won't show Steve the tape because they can only play it once. That's what the the coup guy says. He's like, nope, only once. He's got this little turd smile on his face. like, And he's always on his cell phone, like, giving Billy updates. Billy's, like, on his couch chilling. Like, yeah. Just waiting for his lackey to give him a phone call and tell him if he's in danger of losing his high score. It's it, pathetic. It is disgusting that I know. these people are acting like this. Grown men. Uh, <laughs> these guys, I know. I mean, like, like, like these guys are infants. They and, are, and they're 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 just you know like. I, and I have no idea like 
what hold he has over these guys. I don't know. It's kind of, you think about it, it's like a depressing state oh, to be living in. Where Absolutely. The thing you want most is to kiss Billy Mitchell's ass. Ugh, can you and imagine he's always that's like, sad of a life? That guy, what is it? Brian Koo. Brian Koo. Brian Koo. He's like, yeah, like talking about Steve Wiebe. He's new up and comer, but I'm kind of like the prodigy. Oh. You know, I've been trying to beat Billy for 28 years, but My I've just God. been down here licking his balls the whole time because <laughs> I like to. It, it's disgusting, this dude. I mean, and I don't want to be making fun of these people because everybody's got the thing that they're into, you know, but it's just the way they're treating other people is what makes it terrible. Well, I mean, and that, and that's the glimpse into gamer culture that is really the, I mean, they, they don't get into the ugly side of gamers that we know of today. Um, you know, like the misogyny and the and right. the, the threats of rape. Well, and this um, movie now is 10 years old. Yeah. And that was kind of around when online gaming was really taking off. It was okay. a few years before that, but okay, man, yeah, it really is a heyday there when right. it really came out like that. And this is retro gaming, so you don't do that anyways. Yeah, exactly. It's not really the arena but for that. But still, like, it is a glimpse into that mindset mm-hmm. that gamers have about being superior to others. Of course. And treating people like shit. Yep. And and for, for a really silly reason. Exactly. I mean, like, like a, an infantile reason. And, you know, like, Keith Phipps from the AV Club in his review... Uh, talked about how this movie turns into a film about what it takes to make it in America. And, like, (laughs) this is true. This is actually true because, I mean, dude, like, in all of the business and and politics today, Mm -hmm. this kind of crap, like, colors real achievement. Mm -hmm. And because people who have reputations do anything possible to keep them, and they they don't like sharing, you know, they don't like giving to anyone else. Um, so, and, and they, to, to maintain this, they're assisted by these armies of like disgusting little accomplices, like, like carrying water for them and aligning themselves with powerful people because they want it for themselves. Um, Mm -hmm. this Brian Koo guy, um, and also Steven Sanders. Yes. Um, Steven Sanders, like he, he kind of like redeems himself by the end of the movie. He does because he actually starts to support Steve Weeby. Yes. Like, Giving him credit, actually, not right. acting like, well, you suck. Right, exactly, yeah. yeah, yeah. And he does it right in front of Billy. That's one of my favorite scenes at the end of this movie, because Billy has been dodging Steve Weeby this whole movie, and even in like scenes where he's supposed to show up somewhere, Yes, but because... Steve Weeby happens to be there. He, like, keeps driving, you yes. know, like a yes. little turd. Oh, God, he sucks so much. And there's a scene when he walks into his own restaurant and, and like, I guess Steve Weeby's trying to get him to play him. Yep. And he's playing Donkey Kong. And Billy Mitchell walks in with his wife and he's like, sees him. And it's like, oh, shit. Like, looking around, kind of like, oh, man. But he's still got to maintain this, like, I'm the best attitude. And I really don't give a fuck about this guy. I'm so cool. <laughs> it's actually. It's, he walks it's, by. He's like, I don't want to spend too much time around certain people. Steve says hi to him and Billy blows him off. Yep. And he says, I don't want to spend too much time with certain people. Yeah. It's disgusting, this dude. Yeah. And like what you were saying at the end, mm-hmm. it's um, it's a talking head shot of Billy Mitchell and Steve what Sand- Steve Sanders. Sanders. Right. He's kind of Billy Mitchell's like best friend. Yeah. Kind of. And his lawyer. Yeah. And his lawyer. <laughs> <laughs> but I think he also holds like the high score for Centipede or something. He, he's what he's he's like actually yeah. he's trying yeah. to do gaming right yeah. yeah. But uh. <laughs> anyways, like yeah, this Steve dude's giving him credit, and Billy Mitchell is asked to comment on it. He's like, I don't know enough about the situation. And he looks, he looks left, right at Steve Sanders, and dead stares at him like, "You just threw me under the bus." He's fuming. You, 
Oh, you're done. Yep. You're done, man. I'm going to crush this little man. Yeah. I mean, like, like the, the look on his face, I mean, he, he's turning a bright red, and you can see it through his black beard. And you can see, like, Steve Sanders in response is like, he knows yes. how Billy feels. Yes. And he's kind of just blank staring across the table, trying to avoid eye contact right. with Billy. <laughs> right. Because he knows that he just stepped on his meat. He's going to get 40 lashings from that hair. That's exactly, dude. Whoosh, he is going to whoosh. get capoeated by per- Billy Mitchell's hairdo. Pert plus. <laughs> dude, I watched it with my son. and uh, Oh, God. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> he is kind of bored he left after an hour. I figured. But yeah. uh, <laughs> he liked it. But as soon as he saw Billy Mitchell... Um, I wrote down what he said. <laughs> he said, why doesn't he shave? Oh. And he paused for a second and said, and cut his hair. Holy shit. <laughs> <laughs> this dude, this dude, he's a logo. I mean, uh-huh. like he, he has an image, this beard and flowing locks, an American flag tie on a tucked in shirt with black jeans. Like, <laughs> dude, it's the sorriest outfit is, you can have. It's it's so funny <laughs> because his attitude doesn't suit his the no. way he dresses. No. Like it's almost perfect though, because it's just so dumb <laughs> that it matches how dumb he is. Absolutely. Um he's he's, he's a he's, cartoon, man. I know, he is. He's he's abs- he's completely delusional about his place in the universe. Mm-hmm. Um and like like you just described how how idiotic it is to to dress that way, uh-huh. and I think he goes into about a five minute diatribe about why he wears the American flag tie, yeah, um, and it's to do with with just being a a, a, a you know a, a wildly successful man, yeah, you know. Uh, he says he says what are my initials? And oh yeah, the guys they they like say okay B something M. He goes wrong answer, no it's USA. Yeah. Oh, God, you make me ill, sir. You get the high score and you type USA. All right. I would type dick or something or ass. <laughs> so would I. Exactly. I'd type poo or, or, or something awesome like that. Exactly. You know? Something awesome like that. USA. Oh, my God. Yeah, he sucks. I watch a lot of the bonus features on the DVD I have. They have a lot of touring for the movie and press, uh-huh. and like Steve Weeby and Steve Sanders are there for yeah. a lot of it. Okay, and they're buddies like now. Yeah, I guess. that, that and, makes sense. Yet Steve Sanders is still good friends with Billy, yeah. but Billy wants nothing to do with it. And apparently, Billy's really pissed about how he's portrayed in the movie. Sure, which you know what, you kind of deserve it. The things you're saying and doing, like you really are kind of that shitty. Yeah, but I mean, I'm sure he's he might be an all right guy. I mean, who knows? But uh. It'd be From t- the movie, definitely, <laughs> this guy sucks. Well, I, I also did a little bit of research uh-huh. like, as far as, you know, kind of a day two situation. Yeah. I wanted to see what happened after the filming wrapped up. Mm-hmm. Um, we, we talk a lot about characters not learning things in movies. You talk yeah. about someone who Starship hasn't learned troopers. anything. <laughs> you know? Uh, yeah, this is as bad as Johnny Rico and the guys. Yeah. Uh, you know, Billy Mitchell continues to prance about like he's actually some kind of god and he has like subsequently him and Steve Weeby have gone back and forth setting the Donkey Kong record since then yes um but and there's been some other guys mixed in a there lot. too a lot i have it up right now oh, okay billy mitchell is now 19th oh my god steve weeby's 18th okay and this is um let's see let's give credit to who's winning okay uh west copeland yes just this year may 5th 1218 points on donkey kong and this is a big 
response to this movie. Mm. People saw this movie and was like, yeah. that is awesome. And like yeah. all these new gamers are right. like, I can do that. I right. can do it. And, and taking the challenge. So like all these old school dudes are just getting knocked out because <laughs> these new guys are coming in and playing. Right. It's awesome. It is cool. And and, and that's that's another thing I like about this movie too is, is how it... Um, in fact, a lot of the things they bring up kind of deserve their own documentary, especially when they go into like what it takes to play these retro games. Yes. Like how difficult they are. Mm-hmm. Um, I mean, Donkey Kong is a really hard game. It's to play. considered one of the hardest games yes. ever. Yes. Like th- I got some stats here that they mentioned in the documentary. Okay. The average Donkey Kong game. Now this is in 2007. Yes. The average Donkey Kong gang game lasts less than a minute. Wow. The average player won't get past the third elevator stage and like that's that's ridiculous. Like yeah. you're playing this game for less than a minute. These <laughs> guys are playing for hours on end before they even lose their first life. Like this is ridiculous, <laughs> it's, man. It's, I know. <laughs> it, it's incredible to, to to like It takes skill. I know. Um and no. <laughs> I, I don't want to sit there and watch it, of course. I mean you it'd be boring, but but right. if it was you playing it, imagine sitting and imagine standing at a video game for two and a half hours. Right. And Donkey Kong was famous because it has the kill screen yes. at the end because there's a glitch in the programming. When you reach a certain level, the game kills you and you lose. Like, right. that's the end of the game. Right. No matter what. Yep. You get there and it's going to end. Right. I think it's stage 29 or something. Uh-huh. I can't remember. But uh, Billy Mitchell was the first and only one to see that screen until Steve Weeby got it. Yeah. So, like, they're going around the arcade, like... And that Brian Koo guy is all like, there's a kill screen coming up, guys, if you want to see it. There's going to be a kill screen coming up in about five minutes, guys. Come on. Right. Yet still licking balls for Billy Mitchell the whole time. <laughs> uh, but now, like, they're so knocked out. Like, I'm sure uh-huh. 20, 50 guys have probably seen that now. Oh, yeah. That's awesome. I, I know. It's, it's, pretty, it's pretty cool. Now, did you ever see the kill screen, Dave? Uh, you mean, like, in life? No, yeah. Did you ever get that far? Uh, no. no. Me I neither. No, I, I, I couldn't I get more than about a minute. In. No. <laughs> Donkey Kong is a really hard game, yeah. and, and and I mean the, the other games they showed in the movie too, like Galaga and Joust, and right. um, a Robotron makes an appearance. Um, yeah, and that that I was did. one that I like. I, I I was never on the level of Steve Weeby, or Billy Mitchell, or this guy Wes Copeland, but I like I, mm-hmm. I, I I did you know I I was the uh, the champion of all the Mennonite boys when I was a kid. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. Wow. I, I I I take pride in that you know, but until someone else beat me pretty easily, <laughs> but. <laughs> I see. I never had a high score or anything. Oh, once, okay. So yeah, yeah. I'm just living a pipe dream here, <laughs> and I, I still don't care. No, I mean it does not matter to me uh, at this point. No. Um, one thing that is uh, like a throwaway scene in the movie that perfectly sums up Billy Mitchell, his mindset and his personality and how he behaves. He's like talking in an interview about himself because that's pretty much all he does. Yes. And they're they're they've overlaid like a clip of him like in a grocery store in the hot sauce aisle because yeah. he has like hot sauce that he sells. Yes. And he's moving other hot sauces behind his <laughs> like a giant gallon of hot sauce. He's oh. moving them behind his hot sauces. And he like turns and looks at the camera and like kind of smiles. Yeah. Like he's like the cleverest guy ever. Because he's a genius of business logistics on top of, you know, gaming. Right. Yeah. You want that store shelf fronted perfectly. With the competitor behind you, that's, <laughs> and you you you're the owner of this. It's like yeah. it's not like some minion is out. Like Brian Koo's not out there. Dude, Brian Koo definitely moves the hot sauce for him. A hundred percent. I know he does. Of it. course he does. Yeah, Brian Koo <laughs> is an all around like just just lapdog for this guy. Right. And like the scene when he tells 
Steve Wiebe that he can't show him the tape because it was one play only. Yeah. Uh, he's got this like grin on his face. Just I know. like, ha. Yeah, exactly. I think I yeah. might have said that already. But dude, that face he makes is like, dude, what? Who are you? <laughs> he's Billy Mitchell's. Yeah, right he's hand. just like, oh, Billy got you. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. And, and and the the thing about the tape too is that it's actually delivered to Brian Koo's trailer that he has outside of yeah. um of of the fun spot yeah outside of town or something yeah and and him and a bunch of other gamers have gathered there there's stand up video games inside the trailer it's not in a trailer park it's it's like a it's yeah. like a nice mobile home uh-huh. um and they're all there gathered and when the tape arrives they all <laughs> get up <laughs> in mass and go over to fun spot to play the tape that will destroy Steve Wiebe, who is still there um, and who has been told by both uh, Billy Mitchell and uh, Twin Galaxies, which is the the home of like the official records of video games, Mm -hmm. that tapes are... We've been told this for the first 30 minutes of the movie, that, that tapes are no good. Yep. Billy plays a tape. And everyone forgets what they've been talking about for Ugh. the last, how don't know how, I mean, 30 minutes movie time, probably three weeks in real time. Um, and by the way, we forgot to mention Brian Koo's other accomplishment in this movie, which is that he acted as Billy's hired goon and went to Steve Wiebe's house yes. when he wasn't home. Yes. And like kind of frightened his wife. Someone else went too. It might've been Steve Sanders. I can't uh, yeah, remember. Yeah, it probably was Steve okay. Sanders. And and they, they examined, like this is after Steve had set the Donkey Kong record and was on the local news. Right. They went to his house to like look at his machine and apparently the mother, the, the board in there. It was replaced. It was replaced by... Roy, Mr. <laughs> awesome Schilt, who is what a character this I mean, guy is, I, dude. He he's an allegedly a missile command champion who Billy Mitchell is using all of his resources and efforts to squash. Right, these are like two mortal enemies, blood enemies. Yes, yes. and because uh, Steve Weeby had re- bought this replacement board from Mr. Awesome, <laughs> they believe that he tampered with it. That way, Billy Mitchell could be taken down. As champion of Donkey Kong. These are grown men. What kind of espionage tactics is this? For no reason. I mean, yeah. (laughs) Self-pride. Exactly. Self-pride. So that you can be the king of 20 people on a Friday night at an arcade. I mean. And you know what I think is cool, though? Like, those people, the bad guys of the movie, let's say. The way they are thinking about it is different from the way Steve Wiebe is thinking about things. Because mm-hmm. Steve, they mentioned Steve Wiebe his whole life. He's he's great at a lot of stuff. Yeah. Music, yeah. art, math. Every, he's sports. Just, sports. Mm-hmm. He's amazing. Right. But he never can be the best at it. He's like never the best. Or yeah. he'll get so far and then something will knock him down. Yes. You know, and yes. he's lived that way his whole life. So he takes on this Donkey Kong thing. He's like, I can do it. And then he finally does it. Right. And he's doing it for the right reasons, I guess. Mm-hmm. He just wants to accomplish it. He doesn't care about the fame and glory. No, you know? no. Or the hair product sponsorships. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So when he finally gets the high score in person. Uh-huh. And then moments later loses it. He is devastated. Like you said, not only because he lost it, but in the way he lost it. Yes. Because Billy Mitchell's contradictions on the rules of the game, quote unquote. Right. And you feel so bad for Steve Weeby. I mean, yeah, he's because he's he actually breaks down in tears. Yeah. um, Just at the journey he's been on. And he just spent three hours, you know, trying to set this record and did it. And then he has it ripped away from him for really unfair reasons and even the tape he sent in when yes. the lackeys come and check the circuit board like he sent the tape to get the original high score 
And they redacted that because of all this motherboard, <laughs> motherboard gate or whatever you want to call it. <laughs> so he came in person and actually beat the high score. It's ridiculous. Like this shit, this is, people do this? <laughs> I do. Uh, yes. I mean, you know, Floyd Mayweather may be the, one of the worst people on the planet, but he didn't duck Manny Pacquiao forever. Yeah, that's um, true. And I can say one good thing about that man, and it's that he actually got in the ring with his biggest rival. Yeah. As far as man I know. Up. Exactly. Man up. Man up. I mean, what, what, and, and, you know, like I, what, the other thing I read too was that after the filming, one of the things that, one of the criticisms that Billy also, uh, lobbied at the, or, you know, like threw at the filmmakers at Seth Gordon was that he hadn't competitively played video games in over a year and he wasn't ready to like face Steve and that's yeah. why he wasn't doing it. Then just say so in the movie. Right. Don't just beat around the bush. Exactly. Don't do all these, all these underhanded tactics. To, to, like, destroy this guy, just tell him, look, I haven't played in a while. How about in a year we get together? Right, and Steve even tries to call him. Yeah. He leaves him, like, three voicemails. Like, I thought it'd be fun to have a little, you know, yep. a little friendly challenge at, yep. at the at the tournament or whatever. And right. No, no, he doesn't call him back, does nothing. Like, he tells him he's going to be there, though. Yes. And he doesn't show. He sends his tape. <laughs> What a dick. <laughs> he's a, he's a, he is a, a gaping asshole, this guy. <laughs> Dude, totally. Um, and and then at the end, too, like when he, it, it wasn't really, because he, he had already sent the tape, and then Steve had, and, you know, Steve had finally, like, said, okay, this is enough. But then he he's convinced by a friend of his who's going to, like, pay his way to go to Hollywood, Florida, Billy's actual hometown. Yeah. At, at this at this famous arcade that has all the real records there, and the records are actually up on the stand-up games, like, mm-hmm. just, you know, displayed there. And um, that's the the last time that Billy does not show up to face him. He that's when he shows up with his wife and blows Steve off, and you know considers himself beneath considers him beneath him. Mm-hmm. Um, like like out of all the dick moves Billy pulls in the movie, I I I think that that might be the biggest one. Yeah, to actually like walk into the arcade, um, say hi to a few people, like you know because it's his party. Yeah. You know, and even his his goons like Walter Day from Twin Galaxies. Yeah. Um, I wouldn't call him a goon, though. In the end, he's yeah. not a goon. Yeah. But but he, he is also one of the people who treats Steve unfairly. He um, does at first. I mean, like he does anything Billy tells him to do. That's true. Um, but he, of course, like Steve Sanders, re- re- you know, redeems himself in the end. Mm-hmm. But even he is like calling Billy when Steve's in town saying, what are you doing? Yeah. Come to the arcade. Please come down here. What's going on? Yeah. And that's when you see Steve Sanders outside talking about it. He's even getting desperate. (laughs) Um, And Billy actually... (laughs) Billy drops Steve Sanders off and then leaves. (laughs) (laughs) And the cameras get it on tape. Yes. And and Billy is like trying to not be seen (laughs) while he's driving off. Because he thinks he's a movie star. God. I mean, he, he really believes that he's an actual celebrity at at, at this moment, and <sighs> um, yeah, I, I don't know how you can trick yourself into being that delusional, but but you know, apparently you can. Man, and this Walter Day guy, I what a character actually. This yeah. guy is yeah. I don't know how old he is. He's in his sixties or something. He looks pretty. Yeah, he looks like he's at out the there. time of this yeah. movie, and yeah. he opened Twin Galaxies, which is the record keeping mm-hmm. for video games. Right and now, it's officially. The Guinness World Record, yes, like tracker. Yes, um, I remember when I was younger, like going on their website all the time when oh, I had cool, dial-up yeah. internet and everything. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, oh, cool, <laughs> right? Frogger scores, <laughs> but 
yeah, this guy's awesome. And he does redeem himself at the end because once he knows Steve Weeby is legit, yeah. he's he's kind of in his corner. Oh, yeah. Especially because of the way Billy's behaving. Yes. And he makes a big proclamation kind of at the arcade in front of all the other gamers and says, this guy here... And he kind of explains what Steve's been doing and what's been going on, uh-huh. and he apologizes to him for having like like treated him this way. Right, and he tells him, you can submit a tape anytime we'll, you we'll want. We'll take your tapes. Yeah. Yeah. Because they know he's a stand-up guy. Exactly. And that he can actually play games this good. Yes. He's done it in person multiple times. <laughs> <laughs> like, he's proven himself. I know. And so he has no title, and then... At the end of the movie, he does take the title back. Yeah. Like, that's the end of the film, basically. Right. And since then, since the movie's been out, you know, like we've said, I mean, they're like 18th place now. Like, so, right. Yeah, people have beaten it. But nice little touch at the end, he does get the high score. Yeah. <laughs> By the end of the film, like, Bill, like Steve Wiebe is the legitimate world champ at Donkey Kong. Mm-hmm. Um, and, look, m- m- maybe, maybe because Billy's now in 18th place... Like, is it possible? 19th. 19th place. Don't give him any more credit no, than I, I, he yeah, deserves. Because he's going to take all the credit he needs, you know, yep. and then some. Right. But, I mean, that he's in 19th place. Now, we, we've heard from all of his his uh, his associates that Billy's always got a plan. Is he making a comeback? Is he going to, like, dethrone West... I almost said I, West Borland, <laughs> but it's West Copeland. <laughs> well, yeah. You can't dethrone West. But, uh, no, dude. I read that he retired or something like that oh. in, like, 2010, I think. Oh, okay. Because he, he came back and got the score again. Like you said, oh, yeah. they were going yeah. back and forth. Mm-hmm. And then some other dude came in and whatever, you know. Right. So, uh, eventually, he just gave up at professional gaming. And I don't think he holds any records now. I think he held like six or he seven at a time. He had a bunch of other time. games, like, yeah. too. Yeah. He had all the games, and they all were being taken from him. And right. Donkey Kong and Donkey Kong Jr. were his last two records <laughs> like when the, at the time of this yeah. movie. So, yeah. so then Steve Weeby comes and takes him. So Billy has a grudge, man. He is pissed. He took his last titles. <laughs> <laughs> I, I, I just can't imagine like any other scenario in which a record holder had that much animosity towards someone who was approaching their record. Um, right. I mean, I, I know that Henry Aaron wasn't too thrilled with a roided-up Barry Bonds about to take the career record, yeah. which is understandable. Definitely. But in the end, he, he didn't do anything to sabotage Barry. <laughs> uh, you know, he, he didn't unfairly right. take away yeah. any of his homers. I mean, it just... it just He sends in a out. tape and you know, <laughs> <laughs> he breaks the record. Exactly, dude. <laughs> Uh, Hank, this is <laughs> this is like a compilation. <laughs> right. I don't what my, your highlight film. You've re- been retired for exactly. ages. What is this? Oh my god! <laughs> oh my god! There's seven more homers on here. You're still champ, <laughs> dude. Every time a new homer's hit, he sends in a new tape. It's like, see, up oh, one exactly. more. This is the same one you sent in last week. No, different no, angle. No, dude, exactly different shot. <laughs> Now, one one thing I liked is they talk about how Steve's family, Steve Weeby's family is yeah. affected by this. Yeah. Imagine a husband that is so consumed in something he hardly is paying attention to his family. Yeah. It's it's not good. No. Like his wife, Kim, I think her name uh, Nicole. is. Nicole. Nicole? Yeah. Nicole. She does a lot of interviews in the movie about yeah. it, and it's probably the most true like things in the movie. She's very touching. In yeah. The movie, like yeah. you can see how she doesn't like it, but she's supporting her husband. Yep. Because she gives a lot of that background about how his whole life he's just been shut down. Yes. So 
she's supporting him, but she doesn't like it too much no. because she's doing all the stuff with the kids. He comes home from work, goes, plays Donkey Kong in the garage <laughs> all night long. Right. That's it. <laughs> like, <laughs> to see that. And then his daughter in the car says something about how the Guinness World Records make people ruin their lives. It's the most profound yeah, statement yeah. in the whole movie, yeah. and it comes from a little kid. Yep. It's pretty great. She's sitting right next to him when yep. she says it, and he's just like, yep. <laughs> <laughs> and then the best one is in the the tape he submits at the beginning to break the high score, the one they yes. don't think is a legit tape. Right. His son is yelling at him, wipe my butt. <laughs> this like four-year-old kid, wipe my butt. And he just can't, he just doesn't quit playing the game. He's like, hold on, buddy. (laughs) As a dad, I know exactly what's going on here. But it is just so funny to see his world record tape. Like, he's on the cusp. He's he's already broken the second place record. Yes. When his kid's yelling at him to wipe his butt. (laughs) What do you do in that situation? I mean. I don't. I, I, I still don't. I mean, he obviously just kept playing. He kept playing. Right. I mean, his son was fine. Right. Uh, I mean, he. He's all right. Exactly. I mean, he's going to have Yeah, I he's going to have a, a... Man. Yeah. <laughs> As a dad, though, you think, God, I feel like a piece of shit for not stopping him wiping his butt. <laughs> yes. But... Of course. I mean, yeah. It's... it's a, uh, That's a desperate situation. It, it um, is. You know, and, and uh, actually, and when the kid says, Dad, come wipe my butt, the other statement he makes is, Stop playing Donkey Kong. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, the kid's yelling at him. Stop playing Donkey Kong. <laughs> Wipe my butt. Wipe my butt. Yeah. <laughs> and I can't... the kid's walking around with like his pants down. Yes. And like, you know, when he submitted the tape to Twin Galaxies, you know, like we, we actually get to meet uh, the other guy from Twin Galaxies, this guy, uh, Robert uh, Sherlock. Robert like Murzak. Yeah. Murzak. Yeah. Murzak. Yeah. yeah. Um, he is like the curator there. And he also is in charge of like watching all those tapes. This guy murders people and has sex with them absolutely this guy is crazy yes yes uh he he is the like the stereotype of what we could of like if if, it's the extreme stereotype of a nerdy gamer guy Uh right um (laughs) and he has no social skills and (laughs) not at all (laughs) he watches tapes of video games and he has to do it and he sat there and watched I mean, he shows the stack of tapes that are sitting there. Oh, God, there. there's hundreds. I mean, and he talks about how, how rotten it is to have to sit there and watch it. But he watched the Wipe My Ass tape, you yeah. know, and he, like, had to, like, you know, like, legitimize and then it, verify and it and verify it. Right. And apparently, uh, like, in kind of the coda of the film, you see that he uh, quits his position at Twin Galaxies over the, the treatment of Steve Wiebe. Yeah. Um, which I... it. He's a, he's, he's a yeah. stand-up guy in the end, like, like a lot of the other people. But, uh, you know, w- when he's first introduced, y- you're a little bit afraid of this dude. Yeah, he looks like a murderer. Yeah, he does. <laughs> <laughs> right. You know, the, the, the other thing, too, that um, I, you mentioned Steve's wife, Nicole. Um, mm-hmm. Like, she has another, another of the most, I guess, my, my favorite statements in the movie that kind of speaks to other things just in life in that, like, um, she talks about how after Steve has been kind of stood up by Billy now for the third time, mm-hmm. um, she's now broken down in tears uh, just because she's watched all this go down and she's watched how it's kind of affected her husband. Yeah. And she knows him well enough to know how much he obsesses over things and it just kind of consumes his whole personality. 
she then says like like kind of the ultimate declaration of love to Steve Weeby, which is that he's a good person and a good father. Um, and then in the end, that's all that matters. Mm-hmm. And like, it's such a for me such a statement of what's wrong with maybe not just our country but in the world in general mm-hmm. is that people like Billy often succeed. You know, yeah, they're they're often like well they're they're the ones who are in charge. Yeah, I mean, and people the, like Steve are not cutthroat guys. Yeah, the ones who will do what it takes to yeah. get ahead. I mean, survival of the fittest, I guess. Um, um, but yeah, survival of the biggest douchebag. Exactly, and it's a lesson we have to learn every day of our lives and kind of put up with. Mm-hmm. And unfortunately, no one like Steve has ever kind of broken through and become that that powerful person, um, because guys like Billy don't play by don't don't have any rules. I mean it's it's just, you know, like the the rules for them are whatever it takes. Mhm. It sucks. It does suck. Life sucks. Yeah, life life is awful. That that's that's the new, you know, that's the whole point of this movie actually. Life yeah, sucks. Is. Life sucks. You'll life lose to a hot sauce magnet <laughs> and that's it. Um did you play a lot of Donkey Kong growing up cuz I never um, really did. I a little bit, but yeah, I mean, my, I it wasn't I, my style. Yeah, me, me, me too. I mean, it. I I didn't play it a, a ton. No. Well, back when I was going to arcades, it was more like Mortal Kombat or Street Fighter. Or oh something. yeah, yeah. But uh, for, as far as classic games go, like I was more into like uh, Galaga or something. I like love that. Galaga. That was yeah. my favorite. Yeah. Or like a centipede. Good old centipede. Sure. Sure. Yeah. There you go. I didn't play it with my foot like that one dude in the movie. Oh yeah, this dude in the movie's playing with his foot, and he has like this glove on his hand. Yes. This weightlifting glove. <laughs> like he's like. He is so passionate about oh, this glove, yeah, yeah. and it looks like he's gonna. He does more than play games with this glove. Probably <laughs> different kind of joystick there. <laughs> right. But he's like, yeah, you don't get calluses. I mean, you do. I mean, I mean, it makes sense. You don't want to well, get calluses. Sure. You're playing games like that. But the way he's going on about this glove oh, is yeah. just. You realize what you're saying, like, and how you sound right now. He's wanted to make that speech for the last twenty years of his life. Oh yeah, now he's on camera and he has and, a chance. And he has a captive audience, and here it is. Yeah. And we watch his socked foot on that trackball playing Centipede. And he's like, just, he, he can't believe his luck. He's actually doing what he loves. I hate to say it, man, but there's so many dweebs in this movie. Of course. I it mean, you know, I know. It's sad. Did, did, did you ever? Well, I mean, it's not, I'm not putting them down. It's just no. like, God, these people, they just don't have the social skills. I guess I would consider myself lucky. <laughs> I didn't fall into that hole or something and get stuck there. Because we no, all, because I went well, through that period. Yeah, but, we, we all narrowly avert, you know, averted yeah. that 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 fate. Mm-hmm. Yeah, of course. And, um, you know, they they they're the the a bunch of the guys who were at the fun fun uh, fun spot, I should uh-huh. say, in New Hampshire. <laughs> they they fit that mold as well. Um, yeah. There's a couple of guys who who walk around. Um, I mean, you talk about no social skills. I mean, like no self awareness either. No 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 idea right. of how to right. just connect to other people. Yeah, yeah, it's 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 definitely something ever, a lot of people are unfortunately victim to, and the the it kind of also reveals to me the other. I talked about the uglier side of gamer culture. They are the ones who unfortunately are also, you know, like just this this hatred of of anything that, I guess, like that they're always so worried about the integrity of gaming. Yeah. Um. That that anything that uh, that threatens it like threatens their existence. And yeah. and in the end, some of them are really sinister people on top of being dweebs. Well, it's their life. Yeah. That's what they do. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So, yeah, you would want to defend what you've devoted most of your life to. And right. And a lot of these people, they've quit their jobs to do this. 
which is absurd to me. Like, how do you, you don't get paid, do you? <laughs> I, I, you got to get I your quarters from somewhere. I, I mean, yeah, right. <laughs> it's not. I mean, we have not quit our jobs to do podcasting. No. Uh, you know, but so I, I don't know how they can. I, I, I don't know what they make their living on other than maybe they maybe they're now like League of Legends players. Maybe. I mean, you know? now you can make a buck if you're pretty good at sure. some of these modern things. But right. I don't know about retro. You probably can't make money playing retro games nowadays because yeah. it's actually becoming an industry. That's true. Like professional gaming. Yeah, because like modern kids are are also like like the like the ones who are beating Billy and Steve's records. They're, yeah. They're, they're they're taking it up just because they um they think it's a cool thing. Yeah. So yeah. All right, let's wrap it up. We're mm-hmm. getting close to a time limit here. Yeah. And um, we need to know, Dave, if you would recommend this movie. Um, yes, I would. Uh, mm-hmm. I'd recommend the movie uh, for all the reasons we have just laid out, and because also they they used "You're the Best Around" um, at one point to uh, to montage uh, Steve's accomplishments, mm-hmm. um, which is you <laughs> I know, forgot they did that. Yes, and it was also the only time I ever saw the Cure uh, used for baseball highlights, so that was pretty cool. Awesome. <laughs> I would recommend <laughs> this movie too. It's it's really fun, um, very interesting. It's a ridiculous topic and concept, but. <laughs> You really, you really do feel for the people, especially Steve and his family, and it's just fun to see it, especially as a gamer, like to see this happen. Yeah, um, it's a great documentary. Everybody mm-hmm. sh- should go watch it if you think you might like this. It's, right, it's cool. Right. Um, so yeah, that's it. That wraps up the show. If you like what you heard, please subscribe to us in iTunes, uh, rate it, review it. Most of all, share it with the other dudes out there because more dudes is the best. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> if you don't have iTunes, you can get us anywhere else on the internet. You can listen to us at dudesonmovies.com and find everything you need right there. Yep. Uh, we're also on Facebook uh, and Twitter. Uh, we also have, we just look for us there and we have an email address dudesonmovies at gmail.com mm-hmm. uh, So you just send a, drop us a line and talk about movies with us. Yeah. And send in a request because remember folks, June is Dudes On Demand. That's right. We're back with a vengeance. Yep. You can do that on Facebook, Twitter, or email, like Dave said, or on the website. We have a link. You can just click, make a request. Right. And we'll get that right there. Mm -hmm. And so next episode is our first request. And we are doing 1996's Train Spotting by Danny Boyle. That's right. Starring Hugh McGregor. It is a pretty good one. And this is from Lily. And I think it's North Carolina. I could be wrong. It might be South Carolina. I'm so sorry. (laughs) <laughs> but uh, thank you for the request And this is a great movie So I can't wait to talk about it Yes <laughs> Alright so I'm your dude Scott I'm your dude Dave And we'll see you next time Dude's on movies